Welcome to the podcast arm of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, Peculiar People's Parish, based in Regina, Canada. Our mandate is pursuing His purpose, pronouncing His power, and proclaiming His praise. You can subscribe to our podcast channel today, so you never miss an episode of our podcasts. Be blessed by this teaching. Can you be? No. 
So if we're seated, if we're dwelling in the shadow of the Almighty, if we're dwelling in the place of the Almighty, then we are covered with His shadow. But for many of us, it feels like that has not been the experience. It feels like God has felt distance. But it wasn't God. It wasn't God. It was me. It was you. Because God is constant and consistent. The Bible says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He said, when you seek me earnestly, you will find me. So we're going to go into Revelation chapter 2 from verse 4. I know we probably don't have the version that I would have as my anchor version tonight, but it's okay to project whatever version that we have. Um, but I'm reading from the Passion Translation. From verse 4, it says, But I have this against you. You have abandoned the passionate love you had for me at the beginning. It says, Think about how far you have fallen. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. It says, but think about how far you have fallen. But there is a way out. It says, repent. Somebody say, repent. And do the works of love you did at first. We're going to open up our mouths tonight and we're going to pray. Say, Father, forgive me. I used to love you. I used to wake up in the morning and the first thing I reach for is my Bible because I long to hear your voice. Lord, I used to love you so much so that before I go to sleep at night, I say, good night, Father, my love, my King, my friend, my everything, because I cannot go to sleep if your word hasn't entered my heart. Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, oh God, that I have run after the dollars that I don't have time for you. Forgive me, oh God, that the children that you have given me have become my legitimate excuse. Forgive me, Lord, I used to love you, oh God. Have mercy on me. I repent tonight, oh God. I repent tonight, oh God. I repent tonight, oh God. Lord, you didn't move. You are still in the heavenly places. I fell. But Lord, I repent tonight. I repent tonight. Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, oh God. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. God led me, the Holy Spirit led me to the book of Songs of Solomon. And at first I struggled because in my head I thought, well, Songs of Solomon, it's about a story of a man and a woman. But as I went in and I started to study, I realized that it was never about a man and a woman, per se. It was just a semblance of helping us understand, putting it in ways that we can understand is what God did for us. And the songs of Solomon, if you want, so many of us, we love God. There is no doubt. We love God. But are you still in love with God? Because there is a difference. You love someone, you won't, you won't want to hurt them. But when you're in love with them, the pursuit is different. The desire is different. We love God. We 
is calling us back. In that place where we read, he said, your passionate love for me has dwindled. It has, it has gone cold.
to chapter 3 from verse 1. Here's what happened to us. When we move away from God, maybe you have experienced this before. It says, night after night, I'm thirsting and turning on my bed of travail. It says that when the woman is about to bring forth, there is a travail. Many of you are in a birthing season and there's a travail, but you are on the lonely place. Whereas your beloved is in the high mountains because you told him to go. It says how my heart aches for him, but he is nowhere to be found. Jeremiah chapter 33, if we can quickly go there. It says, call upon me from verse 3. Jeremiah 33 from verse 3. It says, come unto me, call unto me, and I will answer you, and I will show you great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. Verse 4, for thus saith the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of this city, and concerning the houses of the kings of Judah. Verse 5, Sorry, Jeremiah 29, that's what I'm looking for. Jeremiah 29 from verse 11, from verse 12. It says, then you shall call upon me, and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Verse 13. And you shall seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Not the heart that is divided between God and the career. Not the heart that is divided between God and the business. Not the heart that is divided between the giver of the gift and the gift that you're seeking to receive. Verse 14. It says that I will be what? Found of you. I will be found of you. We have said to God, go on ahead. Go on to the high place, living here in this earth, because my heart is far from you. It says, but now our hearts ache, for it's nowhere to be found. It says, but when you pray to me, when you seek me with all of your heart, it says, I will be found of you, and I will take away your captivity. Father, we ask, oh God, that you help us to return. Somebody pray and say, Lord, find the flames of my heart. Holy Spirit, ignite me again. Reignite me again. I know you're expecting prayers that say my next level, but first of all, can we deal with the state of your heart? Rapusa pata, only a heart that is stayed on God can receive from God. media forgive me ahead we're going to do a lot of bouncing back and forth with scriptures please can we go back to revelations chapter 2 the bible says in matthew chapter 5 it says let your light shine before all men that they may see and glorify your father and then in there somewhere in there it says that no one lights a lamp and hides it under a bushel and this is why it's important because when we have left our place of first love, 
then our fire starts to go out. And that fire there speaks of the light that we have in God. And when that light is no longer shining, it means your Father is no longer glorified in your life. And here's what happens in Revelation chapter 2. It says in verse 5, it says, uh, I, I like my version better. It says, think about how far you have fallen. Repent and do the works of love you did at first. Ha, some of us, the work that we have been doing is because pastor said so. The work that we have been doing is so that they won't say. The work we have been doing is because we don't want to deal with the shame of looking like we used to be on fire and now we're no longer on fire. And so there's no love in it. There's no heart in it. There's no passion in it. But we have repented and God is merciful. He has heard. But this is why it's important because you need to know so you don't go back to the same mistake. It says because I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place of influence if you do not repent. That is why we are asking for this repentance. It says the city that is set on a hill. We're looking for that lifting, right? A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. But if that city ceases to function as a lighthouse for God, then it will be removed. But tonight, our merciful Father has said that that is not my intent for you because he is slow to anger, because he is plenteous in mercy, and he has said that we should repent. And God, we come as a people and we repent, oh God. Thank you, Father, for we know that by your mercy our lampstand remain. Holy Spirit, ignite us. Somebody pray and say, Holy Spirit, set a fire in my soul. Set a fire in my spirit. Cause my heart to beat again for the Father. Rembo Get it all, Zapan, get it 
like a weirdo. Hey, Basuta, if John the Baptist lived in our times, he would be a social media sensation, not for good, but as the weirdo. But Father, whatever it takes, like John the Baptist, I don't care if I wear sheep clothing. I don't care if I eat honey and locusts for the rest of my life. Whatever it takes, oh God, I will do your will. I come in the volume of the book as it is written concerning me. This heart will seek after the kingdom of God. This heart will seek after the work of my Father. Jesus speaking, he said, my will is to do my Father's work. My meat is the Father's work. Lord, I thank you. 
God is merciful. Our God is merciful. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we worship you. Before we continue, there's this song. I just want us to, if you know the song, you can sing along. But as I was prepping for this, the song was dropped in my spirit. For us to, it's, it's a, just think of it as a song of commitment back to God. The choir is going to help us with it. And I just want you to think about it and think on the lyrics of it. And begin to see yourself as born with your father. It says, I am my beloved and my beloved is mine. You are God's and God is yours. It says, abide in me and I in you. That's where we need to be. of your throne unfailing love and truth walk before you as attendants 
It says, happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship, for they will walk in the light of your presence, Lord. They will rejoice all day long in your wonderful reputation. They exult in your righteousness. I apologize. Can we read that again in KJV or NKJV? It says, happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship. Happy are those who hear the joyful call to worship. It says, blessed are the people who know the joyful sound for the walk, O Lord, in the light of your countenance. Verse 16. It says, in your name they rejoice all day long. And in your righteousness they are what? In your righteousness they are what? In your righteousness they are exalted. In the place of worship we are lifted. In the place of oneness with God we are lifted. Father we pray that you make us worshipers indeed. Somebody open up your mouth and say Lord make me a true worshiper. Make me a true worshiper. Not worship that is of lip service. Not worship that doesn't go anywhere. That's where we have dealt with because when we lift up our voice in worship, it says that we are lifted up in righteousness. We are exalted.
this session. God said there were people here tonight, or maybe online, and that there are situations in your life that you feel like, God, I see no hope in this anymore. Can we go to Ezekiel chapter 37? Can we pray in the Holy Ghost for a moment there? in Jesus name 37 from verse 1 it says the Lord took hold of me I'm reading NLT and I was carried away by the spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones this was prophet Ezekiel speaking God was showing him a vision God was showing him something it says he led me all around me among the bones that covered the valley floor they were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. It is one thing to have bones. It is another thing for them to be dried out. How many of us, you know, uh, sometimes there are certain kinds of bone. It's bone. There's nothing there, but you put it in your soup anyway. And then when people ask you, you say, because it has taste. It has that marrow thing inside. There is something. Now, it is one thing for it to have bone and still have a bit of marrow. But it's another thing for it to not be completely dry, hopeless, gone. No hope. No future. No hope in sight. Says they were completely dried out. Then he asked me, Son of man, can these bones become living people again? God is asking, Do you trust that I can bring life back into that situation? Do you trust that I can make that thing come again? Do you trust that I can open up that door again? Do you trust that I can raise you yet again? Do you trust that you can manifest the giftings that I put on the inside of you again? Do you trust that you will go back? Papa! 
of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeleton. It says, then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. As you watch, things will begin to align. Things will begin to arrange themselves. You will not even need to fight. You will not even need to lift a finger. It said that while they were praising and they were going, God had gone ahead of them. Who is God going ahead of tonight? Promotion, it comes not from the east, not from the south, not from the west, but it comes from above. God has gone ahead of someone. Things are aligning in your favor. Things are aligning in the name of Jesus. He said, Then he said to me, Then the skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. For some people, there's another category of people here tonight. It's that the things have aligned, but something is missing. Something, you know? That moment where it feels like, ah, oh, yeah, that's it, but if only. Ah. Here's what he says. He says, then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to the winds, son of man, daughter of God, son of God. Speak a prophetic message and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath, from the four winds, breathe into these dead bodies that they may live again. Breathe, Holy Spirit, breathe upon the situation. He said, Lazarus, come forth, but he was still bound in grave clothes. And he said to them, lose him, as he commanded me and breath came into their bodies he said they all came to life and stood up on their feet they were raised a great army they started out as dead people they ended up as great army you thought that God was going to restore you back to what you were before? You are mistaken. Because he's the God that does exceedingly, abundantly, far above what you can ask, what you can think, what you can imagine. He will restore you, not back to a living person, but to a great army who will stand for him in this time. Lord, I receive it. Solomon chapter 2 verse 10 and this is where I go back to my passion translation it 
Since the one I love calls to me, arise, my dearest. Hurry, my darling. Come away with me. I have come, as you have asked, to draw you to my heart and lead you out. God is leading someone today. You have gone in your own strength before, but he says, not by mind, not by power, but by my spirit, said the Lord. God is leading you out today. It says, for now is the time, my beautiful one. The season has changed. The bondage of your barren winter has ended. And the season of hiding is over and gone. It is time to shine. It is time to arise. It is time to rise up as a great army that you are. Masha Karabah. It says the rains have soaked the earth and left it bright with blossoming flowers. It says the season for singing and pruning the vines has arrived. I beseech you, do not reject the pruning of your father. It is to make you better. It says I hear the cooing of doves in our land, filling the air with songs to awaken you and guide you forth. It says can you not discern this new day of destiny breaking forth around you? The early signs of my purposes and plans are bursting forth. The budding vines of new life are blooming everywhere. The fragrance of their flowers whispers, there is change in the air. There is change in the air. It says, arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and run with me to the higher place. Run with me to the higher place for now is the time to arise and come away with me for you are my dove hidden in the split open rock it says it was I who took you and hid you high in the secret stairway of the sky let me see your radiant face and hear your sweet voice how beautiful your eyes of worship and lovely your voice in prayer how beautiful your eyes in worship and lovely your voice in prayer this is what God is calling us back to to the place where we are dwelling with him to the place where we are not running helter skelter leaving where his feet is whereas he has said he has set us on high this is what he's calling us back to but you must catch the little foxes huh, that trouble and hinder our relationship huh. you will have to do that we're going to pray and say father anything that will be a hindrance you have called i have heard i have been i have cried out to you and your word is that i am found of you lord anything that will be a hindrance from here on out holy spirit help me I cannot do this on my own. It says we will catch the little foxes together, but you have to involve God in that process. Holy Spirit, I yield. I recommit myself and I walk in your way. As you lead, Lord, I follow. Where you lead, Lord, I go. In the name of Jesus. Mashata Libranando Sata E Kalabashi Karamande Regedoksta. Mankandebosa Tande Legedoksta. Regedosa Bali Kali Gido Dosata. Rikanda Labasha Kata. Rekanda Labrundo Sopranda. E Kaladashata. And the reason God is calling us to this higher place is to reveal himself 
himself to us in a whole new dimension. Jeremiah 33, 3 says, Call unto me and I will answer you and I will show you greater mighty things that you do not know of. It says, Behold, I will do a new thing. God is set to do a new thing. The lifting you're thinking about is not what he had in mind. It had nothing to do with anything physical. Yes, those things will come. But it says, seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these other things will be added. But are you seeking? You need to come on up higher. You need to come on up higher to where the Lord is. Say, Lord, help me. Nothing would interfere anymore. Nothing will get in between us anymore. In the name of Jesus. Help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Finally, for some of us, God said to tell us that there are things that he'll start to ask us to do. And like I mentioned earlier, I think, in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, I encourage you, if, if they have the message translation, we can quickly show it. Some of us truly run away, not because we don't know that there's a call of God upon our lives, but because we thought, you know, I don't want to be a pastor, I don't want to have a title, I don't want to be this, I don't want to be that. And we thought, oh, so now more time that I have to spend in church, more time that I have to do this or do that or do that and do this. But God is saying, I'm just going to skip to where it says, come to me, get away with me. To where? To where? Let's say with conviction. Come away with me to where? To the higher place. We read it earlier. Amen? To the higher place. It says, come away with me and I'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. 29. And that's really where I'm going. 29.30. It says, walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the enforced rhythms of grace. It says, I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. You can trust God. You can trust God. When he calls you, he gives the grace. When he says, come on up, he gives the grace. If you can't, worst case, you will grow wings, you will fly. Whatever it takes, God will supply. He will bring it together. How he does it, you don't even need to know. It doesn't have to make sense. Verse 30. It says, keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Let us begin to thank God. Father, we worship you. And before we wrap up tonight, I want to give us an opportunity. I want to give us an opportunity. It says, hope deferred makes the heart faint. If there's something someone here has been hoping for, one thing, one thing I want you to open up your mouth and say, Lord, this one thing I pray and commit into your hands in this month that you do for me. In the name of Jesus. Hannah did not shy away when she was going to ask for Samuel. When the prophet asked her, she said, well, this is me. Yes, I'm praying to God. I need a child. God answered. God honored. Open up your mouth and say, Lord, this is the one thing that I need from you. This is the one thing that I'm asking from you. And God, I pray that by your mercies, not because I think I deserve it, but by your mercies, that you help me and make it to come into my hands. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. 
we thank you. We thank you for calling us to yourself. We thank you for pulling us to you. We thank you for pouring your hearts into our hearts, oh God. We thank you for making us one with you. We thank you for reigniting us. We thank you for making us passionately in love with you again. We thank you, oh God, for bringing us up to where you are. We thank you, Father. We will no longer operate from this earth because that's not where we belong. We belong in the heavenly places and there we are seated with him. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We hope you were blessed by that teaching. For further inquiries, please visit our website, www.rccgppp.org. You can also check us on Facebook and on YouTube at rccgpppsk, on Instagram and Twitter at rccgppp. If you are within the city of Regina, Canada, you can join us in person at 1771 Bond Street, S4N, 1X7 for a refreshing time in God's presence.